614 on a Monday morning. Currently 41 degrees downtown Duluth. Looking for high in the 60s in the Twin Ports area today. So, Ian, yes. how was your weekend? Oh, you know, Nick, there was a lot of ups <laughs> and downs. I mean, where do we even begin? How was my weekend? So, Saturday, I had a DJ wedding. Okay. And, you know, I'm running around town getting some errands done before I have to go. And I'm getting ready to that point. I'm like, all right, it's time to hit the road. Let's go. And I'm about to leave. All of a sudden, my car can't go over 30 miles per hour and smoke starts coming out of my vents. And I'm that like, doesn't sound good. Nope. It's not good at all. So I pull over and there's like oil splattered all over mm, under the hood. There's no. a big pile underneath my car. And I'm like, well, my uh, wedding couple is going to be happy today. <laughs> Luckily, my parents love me. And uh, they were able to come up. I was able to switch vehicles with them. They waited for the tow truck. And I was able to take my mom's car and drive down to do the wedding. But uh, there was a moment there, Nick, where I uh, definitely panicked. I don't blame you. Yes. Man. Just me screaming on the side of the road. One of our coworkers actually saw us and joking or saw me and jokingly texted me saying, hey, you're blocking the road up at Maple Grove there. And I called him. I'm like, well, buddy. My car is like dead. He goes, oh, that's your car? I thought it was like you were helping a friend or something. I'm like, no. And then they felt like a jerk, hopefully. Yes. Yes. (laughs) How was your weekend, sir? Uh, Better than that. I just had some some work-related stuff to do on Saturday, but I did uh, Sunday morning. I I wrote the thing a couple weeks ago about the uh, the Arboretum and all the tulips and stuff they had down there and then Twin Cities. And so I figured, you know what? You tiptoed through the tulips. I did. I did. I brought my camera, went on a little adventure. And uh, so the tulips, in case anybody was like, oh, I want to go check them out. So they're getting close to the end already. They've already hit their peak and they're starting to, some of them are starting to kind of lose their petals already or look a little bit ragged. They're still plenty that look great, but the ones in the sun are, you know, looking a little rough. I, I feel the same. (laughs) <laughs> One of those tulips that are just ready to be done. <laughs> With a little bit too much time in the sun, you're yep. looking a little wilted. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, no, so as, aside from that, the uh, just beautiful. I'd never been there before. Okay. And so it was cool to see just because they've got a huge plot of land there. And they've got, you know, different types of trees. And it was just kind of neat to see. Um, and some of the other flowers are starting to come into bloom as well. So it's nice. just kind of... You know, as someone to you know, just enjoy a nice morning, especially as I mentioned off the top uh, earlier this morning. The fact that uh, we got that cooler by the lake thing going. I mean, it was yes. 80 in the cities. Oh, I know. I was Man. like sweating during that wedding. On the way back, I had the thought, okay, how, what's, when's it going to be where it starts taking a turn toward mm-hmm. 50? And it was actually surprisingly as far south as like Sturgeon Lake. I yeah. was expecting closer. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was like 55 by Sturgeon Lake. Get into town. Get to my place. 47. Like, all right. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> sounds about right. Thank you for the welcome back, Duluth. Appreciate yes. it. I, I do love you, but uh, I just got back from where I was wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and here I am not <laughs> wanting to do that because it's cold. Right. Oh, Ugh. man. I do I do have to say, though, the weirdest, like the cool, most unique thing about the wedding is from 10 to 11 yes. p.m. Yeah, go ahead. We had to do a silent disco. And so, if you don't know what a silent disco is, what were you going to say? So did the wedding start off with like regular dance and then you shifted to silent disco yeah, mode? So, so it's a venue thing because okay. so I was in Cambridge, Minnesota near North Branch. Right. And uh, there's a city ordinance where after 10 p.m. you can't have like loud bass music. Right. Makes sense. And so they decided as a venue it would be cool to do a silent disco from that time to keep the party going. Okay. And uh, it was just I've never done one before. 
I've never been a part of one before. I've only seen one. It was when I went to my brother's wedding in Cancun. There was a different, like a different group was doing oh, one. Right. And I walked by and I was like, what is going on? They're in these like glow in the dark headsets yep. and they're dancing. It was weird, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. So they, they gave me this thing that I just plugged into my mixer and I was able to play music through it and it went out through everyone's headphones. And like, I didn't know what to play at first because you, you know what to play when you're, when the music's loud, you can read the crowd. But when right. there's like headsets, it's a little weird. And normally I do like, you know, dancey, clubby music around that time. And I'm like, it kind of worked, kind of didn't. And then I just started playing sing-along songs, you know, Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA, <laughs> Don't Stop Believing. And it was, it was a good time. So were they singing along or were they just like silently dancing? Uh, yes. <laughs> but uh, mo- more, more than likely just like belting out the top of their lungs. It was really funny because there was these two older ladies that didn't have headphones on. They were just watching in the corner. So I went up to them like, you having a good show here, ladies? They're like, it is wild. Mm-hmm. Do you think they know that they're not good singers? I'm like, hey, let's not tell them. Edith. <laughs> All right. So that was the observation when I saw that because that was the first time I'd ever seen it. it was like I said, this winter. Yeah. And it, uh, the, it's a different situation for the DJ and for, because at weddings, there are people that just sit and listen to the music and visit. Yeah. It's a very silent venue for just people sitting and visiting when that's going on. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yes. Okay. But it was fun? Overall, yes. It was okay. a good time. Would recommend? If the venue needs you to do it, yes, okay. I'd recommend it. But okay. if they don't need you to do it, you know, yeah, have fun. Let it, okay. Let it, let it fly then. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. That's, uh, I've, I've never, like I said, been part of one, just seen one. So okay. now I know. Uh, we are going to be doing a first our first round of the week of Flowrider ticket yes. giveaways. It's going to be coming up here in about an hour from now. So if you've entered your name, whether over the week- weekend or any time previously, be listening to see if we pick your name so you can call in and claim your tickets for that show and plus get qualified for the money we're giving away on Thursday. You're mixing away. Eight. So for those that uh, love the Northern Lights, you got a spectacular show on Friday night. Ooh. I So I have a... Because I'm a photography nerd and I have a bunch of like what? the amount of apps I have on my phone related to sunrise, sunset, where the stars are, the the possibility of northern lights. Like yep. I've got dozens of apps for this type of stuff. Not shocked. On my, I know. But hey, it works out well because then I know there's a good opportunity for some photos where exactly. I can tell friends, hey, did you know this is going to happen? And so there was not that I knew of any real chance for like a big show on Friday night until Friday evening. I'm sitting around and my phone's blowing up with alerts from one of these apps going, Hey, check this out. Hey, looks like there's Northern lights coming. Hey. And I'm like, it's seven o'clock. It's still light out. So I don't, they're not going to see anything, but uh, I was just too tired to go. And man, did the photos come in. So our sister station asked people for pictures on their Facebook page Yep, and got, I mean, just dozens of just stunning pictures uh, from Friday night. And then they wrote again last night. It's crazy that like some people just like from their backyards are able to take these pictures. And the thing is, so it's pretty uncommon in town to see good northern lights. And there were a number of pictures. Like, for example, Ken and his wife saw him in town. Yeah. In Superior. They were just like, hey, check it out. That's insane to me. Right. And there was a last summer one time I had that happen. I was... We we're doing a fire on a Wisconsin Point. Oh yeah, a group of us, and uh, there they were over Lake Superior. I mean, yeah. it, with the light from the city, you could still see them. So it does happen from time to time. But yeah, there was apparently another opportunity last night. It was a little hazier, a little cloudier last night. Um, okay. But 
for those that were like, well, I missed out. There are chances. I was looking at the forecast for, for the, uh, the Northern Lights stuff, and it looks like there's an opportunity maybe tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday as well. Ooh. So if you want to try to get out, and again, it's kind of hit or miss because there, as someone who kind of follows it a little bit, there are nights where allegedly there's a great opportunity to see them and nothing happens. Because um, we, like, the Twin Ports area in particular is at a weird spot where sometimes we get lucky and we see them come further south right. than maybe they should. But then there's other times where they don't, even though there's a good chance if you're up on the border or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's kind of hit or miss, but uh, there are opportunities apparently again over the next couple of nights. So if you missed them, you want to get out, take a peek the next couple of nights. All right. But it goes back to that conversation from earlier this spring. You and I were in an active period of time apparently for this stuff. It's been very active. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, there's nothing like just being out, and especially before the mosquitoes really come out, enjoying an evening. You know, I thought of you on Saturday <laughs> night because the mosquitoes were out and they were all over me because really? of my Dove body soap. Uh, well, see, there we go. Well, and it didn't help that I was underneath my lights, too. Oh, yeah, that's not going to help any. So I got one mosquito bite on my tour. I was outside all day yesterday, a good chunk of the day yesterday at the at the Arboretum. I had one big mosquito welt on my arm. See, I was karate was chopping it. them bad boys left and right. I'm like, get out of here. I was like catching them in mid-flight. Wow. Throwing their bodies. Right. So I made like a little thing. So to be aware of like if any other mosquitoes come, I'm like, look at your boys right here. Don't come over here. Did that work? No. No. Okay. Well, that's what I thought. In my head it did. If you want to see the pictures that were <laughs> whatever it takes to help you out exactly. there and whatever you need for your own mental capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can check out the photos that were submitted of the Northern Lights for Friday on our mobile app or our website. And again, if you want to get out, chances to see more the next couple of nights yet. So try to get out and see what happens. Maybe you'll get an opportunity to get a photo yourself. Have you seen them before? I forget. Nope. Really? No. Do you care to? Nope. Okay. But I mean, if I have I know you talked about the, you know, color. Yeah. And the, you know, they won't be as like nice to you as they are to me because of my colorblindness. Sure. But like, I mean, if I'm not doing anything and I get a text, hey, the northern lights are out and I can like see them through my backyard, then yeah, I'm going to look at them. Okay. But I'm not going to go out of my way. Sure. You're not going to do that whole drive out of town thing. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, like I said, chances over the next couple of nights. So get out and check them out. Uh, coming up here a little bit, Miley Cyrus. It sounds like she might not be doing any tours Uh-oh. maybe ever again. So if you had hopes to see her or share what she had to say coming up soon here in Mix 8. 6.54 on a Monday morning. It sounds like Miley Cyrus probably doesn't have much touring ahead of her. Or no. maybe any for that matter. So upset. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> so in a recent interview with British Vogue magazine, the 30-year-old singer uh, was asked about touring because she hasn't done much in the way of, I mean, she's done a few like one-off performances, but no tours since apparently 2014. I didn't realize we were so close in age. Really? Yeah. Oh, now you know. Huh. Um. Crazy. Anyway, so she was asked about touring, and she basically quoted to the magazine, it's been a minute, um, saying after her last headlining show tour, which was in 2014, she kind of looked like more of a question of, like, if she would do anymore or not. Mm. Um, She basically used the word, I can't, and not because she's, like, physically unable to do so. Right. Um, It's more a matter of not having quite the desire to do so. She, She said, I love performing for my fans. Okay. But, and this is, this is her quote here. So she said, do I want to live my life for anyone else's pleasure or fulfillment other than my own? Uh, And you know what? And she kind of trailed off, like suggesting the answer is not really, which is weird because 
your livelihood is in the, that's what you do is you entertain people. Right. You know what I mean? So that's weird. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's got to be taxing if people are expecting oh, yeah. stuff from you all the time. And that's like always like there and demanded of you. She could be fine financially if she just doesn't well, tour anymore. And, and yeah, exactly. She's making music and she's doing fine with that. And she's, you know, popping up randomly in, in other things. I mean, does it say anywhere that you have to tour if no. you're a musician? No, absolutely not. There are other musicians that make music that don't tour. Yeah. Um. So it... It just probably makes some fans kind of upset. Yeah, I can see um, that. But yeah, so she apparently, you know, among the hundreds of millions of followers she has on social media, um, she says she's realized that she can't live for her legion of fans. And uh, so she, you know, likes the idea of like small intimate shows, but the idea of large scale like stadium shows. Yeah. She just doesn't enjoy that aspect of it anymore because there's no there's no level of intimacy there between you and the fans. It's just a different situation. She's going to have a lot of fans writing her letters titled Seven Things. <laughs> wow. I know that was a deep <laughs> reference. I'm, I'm glad you got it. It was deep, though. Oh, man. <laughs> that's super funny. And so that's... Some people love the energy of a, of a massive crowd. Mm-hmm. But other people, like like she says, there's no connection there. But the thing that's kind of interesting to me is I wonder, did she ever do small shows? Ever because she like she sprung onto the scene right. as Anna a star, Montana, man, as a star. I have no idea. So, but I feel like I'm no musician by any means. But I, I kind of feel like I would enjoy intimate shows over like the large ones. Sure, but at the same time, like, kind of feed your ego a little bit. Like, you know, you're filling a stadium. You're well, that and that's big. that's what there's some people that some musicians, some performers that love that they feed off of that energy. They love the massive crowd. Like you said, these the, all these people are here for me or us or whoever it is right. that's performing. Um, and they they feed off of that energy and it plays into their performance because, you know, I mean, we talked about Lil Wayne last week about how he just wasn't feeling it. Like there was no energy there. And he's just like, I can't oh, do this. And that's a whole different situation. Right. But um, very interesting. So, I mean, does that mean she'll never, ever do it again? No, but it sounds like she's not feeling particularly motivated because she's put out three albums since her last tour. Wow. Yeah. So. Not going to lie. Seven Things is actually my favorite Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> that's why you said it. That is why I said it. Yeah. That's pretty That's funny. why it was on my mind. Of course it is. Oh, that's good for you. All right. We're going to check on your latest weather soon. Also, Ian's Toolbox is on the way in a little while here at Mix It Away. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. We're going to start right away with something you should not do on a flight. So a woman actually bought three seats all for herself. Okay. And she brought... She That's brought, not the part, right? No, she brought some plastic wrap. Okay. And she, so she bought it's in co- in the coach section, but she wanted to make her area first class. So she started wrapping plastic wrap around her three seats to have like barriers away from people. Oh boy. Uh, turns out you can't do that because in case of an emergency, you can't really break through. Gotta get out. Yeah. Yeah. So of course they tried uh, having her take it down. There were some verbal altercations. She tried stopping them from ripping it down, yelling for help. She was eventually detained after saying, I can do whatever I want. And if you take this down, I brought another box with me. <laughs> okay. Ma'am. Ma'am. It's not how that works. Just relax. 
Going over to California, a Coney Fair is now having uh, chaperones as a requirement after multiple brawls broke out involving young people appearing to be teenagers. People were seen screaming, throwing punches, pulling hair, and a couple people even passed out on the ground. Jeez, what's... No idea of what caused any of it, but apparently it was wild. And of course, uh, people that were running the fair say they want a safe and fun environment for all families and friends to make memories. Therefore, they are now doing chaperone. Like, anybody under the age of 18 needs to have an adult with them. They even had to close down the fair for two hours on Saturday. Wow. Because of the mayhem. Lastly, we're going to end in Ohio when a woman was charged with desecration after she allegedly defecated on a church altar. So Uh, here's the thing. All right. (laughs) She broke into this church. All right. No one was there. Sure. She decided to do her thing. She then used a fabric runner on the altar to wipe herself, Mm. took a picture of everything and posted it on her social media. What was she trying to prove? No idea. But that is how, because the church didn't even have any surveillance cameras. Sure. But that's how she got caught. Didn't say why she did it. She felt moved to admit, you know, to confess to her crime. So she shared the picture. I just, I don't, I don't understand people, Nick. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Please don't, don't poop at churches. No. Unless it's in the bathroom. Yeah, there's a, there's a time and a place for that. Know it. I'm just going to do it for my toolbox. Yikes. All right, so we're going to be picking a name for our floor ride a ticket giveaway in a few minutes. But first, I want to talk about the fact that this is something I would try. Now, it's no secret I love ice cream. Okay. You know this. I do know this. And I'm actually the type. So even though I'm not huge on sweets, yeah, ice cream I'm big on. And there's certain things related to ice cream and, and frozen treats that like are surprisingly things I would eat or try. Okay. If you know me and what I do and don't eat. Mm-hmm. So this is something I would be really interested in trying. Blue Bell Creameries, a Texas-based company, is partnering up with uh, Dr. Pepper to make a Dr. Pepper float ice cream. So that's the flavor of the ice I'm cream. For it. I think it sounds incredible. Yes. Um. So they they I've never had a Dr. Pepper float. No, me I've either. done orange. I've done root beer. I've done like Coke and Pepsi. I've done, like I've done other varieties. Um, but never done a root beer or a, a, a Dr. Dr. Pepper one. Now I feel like I need to try it. Um, so anyway, a quote from this marketing campaign for this new ice cream says, the best ice cream floats are made with Dr. Pepper poured over the top of scoops of ice cream. Of course, they use their own brand name in this case. Um, <laughs> and so both of these companies, which have Texas roots of combined forces to create this new ice cream that's being made, um, I would totally try. Like Now I feel like I need to do this. Just to make one. They this name sounds familiar, and I feel like they put out another like creative ice cream type Blue like Bell? a year or two ago. Yeah, they they and do I some remember what it was. things once in a while. But yeah, um, I would try this too. This seems good. I haven't had a good ice cream float in a while. That so I because same. It's I, different for me though because I can't unless I take pills. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> different thing. I. I Thank goodness I do not have that problem, at least right now. Hey, hopefully it stays that way. I didn't always have this I'm problem. I'm just saying, so hopefully, watch I know, out. I know, I'm, not, watch I'm, not, out. I'm not saying that you were, you know, it happens. Maybe I was born this way. 
people develop issues with, you know, food intolerances and stuff all the time. I get it. I'm just hoping I don't because <laughs> I love ice cream. Um, so, yeah, anyway, they're uh, apparently going to be offering this product. And uh, I just thought the idea of the two together was, even though I'm sure there's lots of people going, that's not new. That's in terms of the flavor combination. Ooh, they also have an oatmeal cream pie one. What? That sounds delightful. Does it have, like, chunks of them in there? I doesn't say. It just says oatmeal cream pie, bluebell ice cream. Oh, man. <laughs> now I'm hungry for some ice cream. I was going to get some yesterday, and I didn't. Oh, man. So disappointed. Now I feel like I need mm. to. It's going to be hot tomorrow. That might be my day. It's tomorrow to get some ice cream. For and sure. maybe get maybe make a Dr. Pepper float. What is black walnut? Uh, wouldn't that be a type of walnut? I, I guess. I've never heard of it before. Are you looking at their listing of ice creams? Or I what? am. They got banana pudding. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, Ian. So yeah. we are going to announce another person needs to call in. Claim your tickets for the Flowrider uh, uh, con- concert. I'm still looking at flavors of ice cream. Come on, man. You're stuck on that? Okay, no, give okay. me a couple got, more that stand I out. I got a name. I got a, oh, you want more ice cream? Give me a couple more that stand out to you. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Being you're so distracted with ice cream flavors. Pecan, paralyzed, and cream. How's that go? Pecan, paralyzed, and cream. I said it wrong. I said the, the praline's <laughs> wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> Millennium Crunch. Millennium Crunch. What yes. is that? Uh, it is, oh, man, I'm going to have to get close here. I feel like this is a Star Wars-themed thing. Uh, Vanilla-flavored ice cream with chocolate and caramel chunks, pecans, almonds, and walnuts. Hmm. Sounds that nutty. Is the Millennium Crunch. Okay. There is the Cookie Two-Step. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sounds like a dance song from the early 2000s (laughs) (laughs) one more what do you got oh man that's a lot of pressure to do one more here uh oh oh boy uh oh you know what i tried this one uh the pistachio almond okay Mm -hmm. all right i like pistachio though i'm weird (laughs) you you are you're right yes you are not so good. All right, you ready for a name now? Let's do I this. Let's one. announce a name. So this yes. person needs to call in. The art of claim your tickets. Flowrider doing a show end of June at Bayfront, and we want to send you to it, plus give you the chance to win some money. We are looking for Jennifer Coville. Jennifer C. Jennifer. Give us a call. Call in 740-to-mix-740-2649. Claim your tickets. Call in. They're yours. If you call in within five minutes, and then you're also put in the pool of names to be drawn for our money giveaway on Friday here in Mix in 08. 7.35 on a Monday morning. Currently 44 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 Studios. And Ian, we're just a couple weeks away from Grandma's Marathon. Dude, let's go. I just, I love, I just feel like it's an annual thing where just like It is an annual together. thing, you're right. No, no, where like the community <laughs> comes together for like just something amazing. Right, yes. You didn't let me finish. I, I didn't. I, I'm just giving you a hard time. Because you do that to me sometimes, That's too. That's fair. That's So fair. we're just like a few weeks away from Grandma's Marathon, and I was thinking about it this morning. We were talking about this. I wonder what's going on with the entertainment for this year, and I've actually got the yes. answer to that. Um, so the, I, the other thing is, if you drive downtown, they're putting up the banners, getting ready to welcome people say, into town. This is what started your thought process. It is. Because you're like, hey, spaghetti. I'm literally watching them right now put the sign up. On uh, the, one of the uh, the skywalks downtown Duluth. Or... If you fall, I'll catch you. <laughs> I think they're pretty well secured, though. No, it's okay. I got them, though. I'm back up. You're back up. I'm okay. Back up. So if you sprint out, yes. put on your Superman cape, go catch them. I'm just going to jump through the glass here. Okay. Well, they've got it pretty well handled so far. They do this pretty regularly, so I think they got it. Anything can happen, Nick. 
Yikes. Any given Monday. So, any given Monday. Uh, of course, Grandma's Marathon weekend this year is uh, the 16th and 17th of June. That's uh, Friday and Saturday as always. And uh, specifically looking at what's going on with the entertainment. What's because there's on? always a bunch of different stuff so every year. They bring in different acts. And this year, uh, once again, Bayfront Festival Park, which is a cool venue just in general for live music. But, of course, again, for a celebration for grandmas. And uh, so here's the lineup for this year. Ready? Lay it on me. So Friday, they're going to be having having Arch Allies play. Ooh. DJ starting at 5, and then 6.30 to 8.30 is when Arch Allies is playing. And they do um, lots of covers, you know, Bon Jovi, Queen, Journey, Ooh, Sticks, Aria Speedwagon, Def Leppard. Oh. Pat Benatar. Mm, hit me so, with your best shot. Yeah, fire away, man. Uh, so, yeah, if you're looking for, a, like, a fun cover act, if you aren't familiar with Arch Allies, uh, Saturday, things get going at noon and go all the way through the night. And so things start up on Saturday at noon, or excuse me, 9 a.m. to noon, Rockabilly Review. Um, Rafe Carlson, local favorite from hey. Hermantown, is going to be playing from 1230 to 2. Uh, Laura Velvet, another local favorite, um, is going to be there from 2.30 to 4. GB Layton, big regional favorite, going to be playing from 4.30 to 6.30. Buck Wild is playing at 7, and then 9.30, Rhino takes the stage. Mm. They're playing to end the night on Saturday, Grandma's Marathon evening. Um, so lots of fun to be had there um, all around, and looking forward to what should be an awesome Grandma's Marathon weekend. I mean, every all three of their races sold out in record time this year, so it's guaranteed to be busy, that's for sure. And it's always fun being a part of all the adjacent things with the marathon as well. So I looked up uh, Rhino's uh, What They Play. Yeah. Huge array of song lists. But the, the first song on here is 500 Miles. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought you'd appreciate that. Yes. There are some people that really dislike that song. Um, I don't mind it. I think it's a fine song, but that's just funny that that happened to be the first one that's yes. on the list. Yes, I said absolutely. <laughs> I am I am saying this. That's incredible. Oh, man. Uh, if you know, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It, it's crazy how quickly that's coming up. I mean, it's Grandma's Marathon is going to happen. Fourth of July is going to be here before you know it, and then summer's almost over, man. So enjoy every day is my yes, advice. Please. Make the most of it. Enjoy it. Don't think, oh, I'll just do whatever next week. No, enjoy the nice weather when we have it. Because it'll be snowing before you know it. <laughs> Hopefully quite a while from now. Uh, coming up later on this morning, music from Miley Cyrus. Going to hear from Marshmallow. As well as talk about what this summer's weather could look like. We've got an outlook for this summer. And uh, we'll share those details a little bit later on this morning here in Mixon. 7.53 on a Monday morning. 45 degrees right now downtown Duluth at the Mixon Studios. And seasonal outlooks can be taken with a grain of salt, but the Weather Always. Channel announced theirs for this summer and uh, gives you an idea of what we could expect region by region around the country. And it's not going to give you a full guarantee, but it'll give you an idea of the general trend for the season. Listen, you can tell me what the prediction is, but I will believe it when I see it, sir. And that's, yeah, I, I would go with it. It gives you an idea of what to expect. Fair. Um, so... If you're wondering what this summer could hold for the uh, our part of the world, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the upper Midwest, the Great Lakes region, if you yes. will. Lay it um, on me. So apparently we're heading into an El Nino summer. What does that mean? It means that uh, there's a chunk of water out in the uh, uh, out in the Pacific that uh, the ghost of uh, Chris Farley's hanging out in. Oh. Well, you remember the bit from Saturday Night Live? Nope. I have no idea what You've you're You've never about. seen the El Nino bit on Saturday Night Live? No. Are you serious? 100%. Oh, my. Okay. We need to educate I you. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> Here I am thinking you. Oh, okay. I know fine. because I know a lot, but apparently I don't know enough. Well, I guess I need to share. We'll share that later. Anyway, so El Nino, it's it's a, there's a they follow the weather people do. They follow. Um, there's a big chunk of water in the Pacific that sometimes when it runs hotter or colder than normal and it varies, it go through, goes through cycles. Okay. It impacts the weather across the United States because the weather comes across the Pacific Ocean and hits the United States. And apparently we're heading into an El Nino summer, which means that that chunk of water is going to be warmer than average. Okay. But what does that mean for the United States? Well, parts of the country are going to see maybe the coldest summer since 2017. Ooh. So, I mean, I'm not talking like snow, but like just cooler than average. You know what? I'm okay with that because I feel like we normally get muggy hot in the summer and I'm just not a fan. Think it'd be cool for the summer? I'll be cool for the summer. Well, but here's the thing. It's different from place to place around the country. Yep. And here in Minnesota and Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. it actually might be at least average, if not above average temperatures. So while parts of the country might see cooler than average temperatures, this part of the country here... Just tell me when I need to put my AC unit in. Uh, Saturday. Okay, done. <laughs> Consider it done, sir. Do it before you need to. This is my, my advice. So I'm ready. Free time. Exactly. That okay. is done. It's ready to go. Fair. Um, but no, so it looks like the general thought process is most of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, the upper Midwest as a whole, North, South Dakota, the UP of Michigan, mm-hmm. um, in line for warm, either average-ish or warmer-than-average-ish temperatures as a general trend uh, through the course of the summer, uh, thanks to this El Nino situation happening in the Pacific Ocean, which, again, is a trendy thing up and down there all the time. Uh, so you might want to make sure you got extra pairs of shorts ready is the is the game plan. My buddy Vern's listening. He just sent me the Chris Farley yes. YouTube video. yes. Okay, so your homework is to watch that in the next few minutes here, and then 100%. We'll, we'll see what you think of it. So, yeah, the, the the game plan is look for a potentially an average to maybe slightly above average summer. Temperature-wise, um, as far as moisture goes, it looks like we're kind of on the border. The, the, the Northland is kind of on the border between below average and above average. Okay. So we could see an about average-ish precip summer. Um, we'll see. But uh, maybe a little warmer than average. So, yeah, Ian, get your AC ready. I will. Okay, good. We'll check on your more specific weather for the next few days in a few minutes. Also, another chance to win Florida tickets. That's coming up around 820 this morning here in Mixon Away. Good morning. 812 on a Monday morning. Currently, it is 45 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mixon Away Studios. And... Going to be doing another Florida ticket giveaway momentarily. But first, Ian, what are some things you just need to do during the summer here in the Northland? What are some things that you just got to make sure you do before it's over? Uh, I mean, jump in Lake Superior for sure. Do you I, do that every year? I do. Well, see, I still I have a spot at Park Point because my aunt lives down there. Okay. So I got, you know, a guaranteed spot every year. And I, I got to do at least one jump. Okay. So it's kind of a thing for it's you. A thing. Then. Okay. It's a thing. Well, you've been, been known to do it in the winter. Well, you know, the few times. Plunge. Hey, yeah. I always will. But so, I, I think that's definitely like on my bucket list. Reason sure. I bring this up, I was doing a little reading on our, our website and there's somebody who put together a list of like the 10 summer bucket list things for Minnesota. And there's a lot of these I agree with, but there's some a few things that I feel like I would add to this list as kind of the things I need to do while it's nice out okay. here in, in the Northland. So the things on this list, and I agree with a good share of them, include things like... Um, Ice cream from a local ice cream shop. Oh, 110%. Sure. Um, there's a number of seasonal ones that you can only get ice cream during the summertime from around here. And so you got to 
take advantage of that chance to do so. A couple of the other ones, I'm not going to read the entire list, but a couple of the other ones, you know, hang out on the beach, farmer's market. Valley Fair is a big one. I've not been to Valley Fair in a couple of years, but I do want to get back. It's been Fair. a couple of years, but I enjoy roller coasters. Not a spinny ride guy, but roller coasters mm-hmm. are like hanging out at the Lazy River down there. And you know, just the variety of different yeah. things you can do. Okay. Always a good time. You looked at me when I said that like you're not a ride guy. Well, I used to be a ride guy. Aw. Not anymore, man. <laughs> not anymore. Man, life's just kicking you. Well, yeah, I don't know. It just, there's a lot of wooden roller coasters there that I just, <laughs> you know. Hey, man. Yeah, the, it's not just for it's, me. It's not, it's not like the movie. Well, <laughs> listen, you, you have your fun. Okay. I'll, I'll just, there's I'll also just, a lot of very well-built. You know, they, they inspect those first off, but secondly, there's metal ones too. It's okay, I'll if just you're afraid I'll, of the wood I'll ones. stay on the flume or whatever okay. they call that. Right. Fair enough. Uh, another thing on the list, and this is one I wholly agree with and make a point to do as much as I can food or a drink on a patio. Oh, again, 1,000%. You know, and there's a lot of good options. Some buy Lake Superior, mm. some not. Um, but regardless of where it is, you know, it's nice to do so. I mean, even get down like Cloquet in places uh, down there, like for example, um, Rendezvous, you know, they've got a little porch Ooh, out there. Yes. On the, yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different, I mean, of course, Canal Park Brewing right here down, you know, in Canal Park. Gorgeous view of the lake. They have a little fire going all the time. There's a lot of great options of different spots. Um, uh, hitting the water, you mentioned that one. Um, visiting one of the state parks around the state. I That's one of the things that if I were building my own list of things is, is road tripping to different parks, you know, hiking, photo opportunities, just, you know, enjoying camping whatever it is i think this is the summer i go to uh the black beach i've never been there before really i know i know wow. yeah so yeah, i, I think this will be the year you and the kids go check it out we will there's also a mini golf course up that way too mm. so you can go and do that too be fun of course uh, another one twins game yeah you're not what it's just baseball is boring for me have you ever been to a twins game yes and you didn't like it didn't we go over this i wore a yankees jersey oh yeah hmm. <laughs> I just think there's something fun about the idea of being at the stadium. The game's going on. You're there with friends or family. Uh, you know, obviously, yes. I mean, true with a lot of different things. The food and beverages are a little spendier than right. they would be elsewhere. But that's part of the thing. You know, and even if you don't want to do that, you can go and eat or drink beforehand. Go and just experience and enjoy the game. It's hard to beat on a nice evening. Well, so I do fully intend on going to Target Field because I've only experienced a Twins game in the Dome. Oh, but I'm just, I'm not a big baseball guy. Sure. Okay. So target field ball games, night and day compared oh, to dome. I, ball I don't games. doubt it. At like I said, all. nice evening, go to an evening game on like a Saturday night or something. If you don't do a weeknight thing. Great. I've only been to concerts at target field. Oh, so it's, and, and <laughs> it's been, it's been built for many years now, yeah. but I feel like it's a rule. I, I joked around about this. So I feel like it's kind of a rule unwritten rule that anybody that goes to a game at target field has to take a picture at target field oh, like yeah. you have to take a picture of the field or whatever otherwise did you even go exactly and i do it too so i'm not making fun there of you, you if you do that but there you go um that's one that i my brother-in-law actually a couple weeks ago asked hey can we go to a twins game because a couple years ago we did that and it was a lot of fun uh, got a bunch of family members together and, and did that whole thing attending a fair whether it's a state fair county fair county local fair. city festival i mean a lot there's Pick a town. Everybody has some sort of summer celebration. I go to Catfish Days and Floodwood every year. See, exactly. I mean, there's the Blueberry Festival. There's so many different things going on through the course of the summer. Um, and going to those things, whether it's for the the food, the art, the, you know, car shows, whatever it is. Uh, there's just so much fun to be had at all these different things. And it's, it's 
it's one of those deals where it'd be fun to go to as many of them as possible, but there's something going on every weekend. So right. it's tough. Um, so that's the list basically off our website, but a couple that I would add for me personally, doing as much golf as I can. Mm-hmm. Like I said, road tripping, fishing, hiking. Um, I enjoy spring and fall bonfires, but there's something about a bonfire in the summer, you know, a little campfire um, where you don't need to be wearing a coat. You know, yes. you can just enjoy. Obviously, you're probably swatting a few more mosquitoes, eh. but there's something about that. You just know, don't use Dove body soap. You'll be good. There you go. <laughs> as, as you've learned, apparently. Yes. So what's on your summer bucket list? If you want to let us know on our Facebook page or on our mobile app, you can add to that list. I'm curious to see what thoughts you have because the unofficial start to summer is this weekend. <gasps> I mean, that's kind of what people think of as the start of summertime is Memorial Day weekend, which is coming up very soon. And the weather's starting to reflect that. So um, the summer bucket list season is getting underway. Ian, yes. a summer bucket list item, outdoor concerts. There's yes. one going to be at Bayfront in June. Oh, Flow Rider, Twista. And yeah, another name would be good. And Nappy Roots. And they're all going to be there uh, doing a show at Bayfront at the end of June. And we'd love to send you, and we're giving away tickets to do so. Who this time around needs to call in and claim their tickets, Ian? We are going to go with Kaylin St. Marie. Kaylin St. Marie. Kaylin, call in, claim your tickets, 740 to mix, 740 number to call in. Claim your tickets, uh, do so, and you're also going to be put into the pool for our drawing for money on Thursday here at Mix and Away. It's. 8.35 on a Monday morning, currently 46 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 Studios. And the city of Duluth is about to be home to a new thing, first of its kind in the country, a uh, floating sauna. Tell me more. Yeah. Big sauna guy? Uh, I like to sweat sometimes. Okay. Well, you were, so you were at the Great Duluth, or the Duluth Great Sweat Together. That was an experience. Great Duluth Sweat Together, yes. uh, which was in March. Yes. And uh, it kind of put Duluth on the map as far as the sauna community is concerned on a, For sure. on a higher level. And uh, with that, there's actually an interesting uh, new business venture. So it's a, it's a floating sauna that's going to be floating around, um, in essense, kind of by Pier B, but uh, it'll, it'll be on a barge. Okay. And so... Large barge. <laughs> yes, just like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, company involved, Cedar Stone and Nordic Saw, they're uh, apparently uh, going to be uh, taking advantage of this this barge sauna, which will be able to hold 12 people. It'll have a rooftop deck, diving platform, and panoramic windows, Ooh. so you can enjoy the view while you're on the water and, and doing a little sweat. Um, and apparently this is the first of its kind in the country. That's crazy. Isn't it wild? So it's not the first ever, but it's the first of its kind in the country. The owners were inspired by a trip to uh, um, Europe when they were uh, they saw something like this there and thought, this is a cool idea. Let's see. Let's bring it here. <laughs> that makes sense. And uh, they're hoping to have it in place for FinFest, which comes in July, which makes sense because that's, you know, I get it. Yeah. Get if you're going to shoot for a target for a sauna thing, that's probably yes. when. Um, the event itself is happening um, the later part of the month, but uh, they're, they're, they're hoping. They're not saying for sure. So, um, yeah, look at this, the idea behind this thing. The, the, I think it looks pretty neat. I would definitely, like, be a part of this. The idea of, of not only, like, chilling, I mean, not sweating, but, like, hanging out. <laughs> hanging out on the water. Uh, while you're doing that and uh, feeling the rock of the waves a little bit while you're hanging out in a sauna. Pretty cool idea. So um, 
the idea that it's also like the first of its kind thing in the country is also a neat little aspect. If you want to learn a little bit more about it, we've got some uh, some video and pictures on our website and mobile app. But it's kind of like the idea of a houseboat only. Sona. Sona. Exactly. I was waiting for you to say sauna. You know, I've been practicing it all morning because I knew <laughs> we were going to be talking about it. And I'm like, I need to be on point. It's fine because a lot of people do say it that way. But anybody who is in the know will, will let you know that that's wrong. Talk to Ken about that. He'd be like, ah, oh, that's not how you say it. He'll let you know. Oh, yes, he sure will. He probably has let you know, actually. He's let everyone know, even <laughs> if they're not about to say it. He'll let you know. <laughs> hey, he's a, he's a proud Finn, okay? Fair. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, if you want to check this out, first of its kind coming this summer, which is pretty cool, and it's going to be a fixture in Duluth for the for the future, which is great. Uh, all right, Ian, we have more fun on the way, including uh, uh, an event that was huge, a huge fundraising event last year that happened for the first time ever in Duluth, coming back once again, and excited to share some details oh, about yes. that. Oh, yes, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was a good time. Good time had by all, and it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Uh, so we'll share details on that, plus music as well for you from, let's hear from Lady Gaga. Imagine Dragons and Merle coming up here and mixing away. Good morning. So 